you're on the air. Hello? Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Good, how can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. I'm so humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the tee. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. One okay. More. Please, don't be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh, my God. I didn't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh, I my was God. Good evening, afternoon, everybody. It is Monday, July 9th, 2012. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. And no, you're not imagining things. You're not in a time warp. It's our early show. Every once in a while, we do these at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. It's the only day of the week that we do the early shows, so you don't have to worry and panic that you're going to be missing the shows. So we have a phenomenal guest for this tonight. The lines are filling up quickly, as usual. So uh, let me go ahead and find her in the queue here, get everything all set up. I just love the switchboard here. It just drives me nuts sometimes. But that's okay. We have 
phenomenal. Uh, you know, it's beyond words. I can't explain it. So I'm going to go ahead and just bring her on and talk with her. Hello, Phyllis. Michael, how sweet of you to say such kind things. I love coming to your show and sharing space with you. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, like I said, beyond words, I can't, uh, you know, just can't put into words and all. And uh, So tell everyone a little bit about yourself. I know uh, what kind of gifts do you have? Um, what kind of gifts do I have? Let's see, that'll take about two seconds. <laughs> you know, the, the way my process works is, um, you know, I perceive people's patterns and what the blocks are in their life. I can look at anything. Uh, I'm a medium. I'm, you know, I'm, te- I'm telepathic. I-, I can look at anything anybody wants to me to look at psychically. But what I love to do is empower people to uh, find their own truth and what's going on in their own lives so they can evolve spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. That just kind of rocks my world. So that tends to be where my reading style goes, uh, getting people connected to their own answers. But I can look at anything under any any circumstances. I like to play, so let's play. Well, cool. So how long have you uh, known about your gifts? Um, Well, gosh, I guess about 30-some years now. Um, when I, I had a lot of experiences, like most intuitive and sensitive folks, uh, you know, you have a lot of experiences with the intangible, usually through t- childhood, and you kind of ignore them and don't say much about it because you don't know what might come down on you, depending on the family you were born into. Uh, and I had a series of those as well. But it was when a friend of mine who passed away in a car accident when he was 19 uh, showed up in my house, and he looked just like a person. <laughs> He did not look like a ghost. He looked like a person, and it freaked me out beyond belief. It was wonderful, though. It was beautiful and inspired me to um, to really pursue this path. And so, really, I've had a voracious appetite for spiritual information and trying to understand what's a psychic and what is this stuff and how do I use it and what do I do with it. And that's 30-some years ago, and I still have the same passion, and uh, and I love people in this industry and hanging out with uh, my types, and uh, that's how it started. Definitely interesting and uh, very uh, challenging, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, we tend to think that if things are challenging or painful or we experience loss, that somehow uh, that's not correct, that we're doing something wrong. But really, I mean, life is about shedding what doesn't serve us and, you know, allowing that which does in. I mean, that's really the process. So um, I, I see all experience as divine food of life, and I wouldn't have it any other way. So do you have a few uh, events coming up soon? Yes. Let's see. I'm going to be in Denver, Colorado this coming weekend. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, but I, I'm in, going to be in Denver at Full Moon Books on July um, 15 and 16. Wait, 14, 13. Oh, anyhow, it's this coming weekend. <laughs> and then I'll be in Portland, Oregon the first weekend of uh, August, and that's at New Renaissance Books. And I have a class going on right now. I'm going to be offering it two more times this year called Calling in the One, and it's seven weeks to attracting the love of your life. And that class just rocks. It's just so great. And just kind of what I'm talking about in terms of peeling away all the stuff that really doesn't serve you so you can receive. You can allow the good stuff in. So I love that class, and it's my favorite uh, right now. 
Cool. Yeah, and that'll be over in Castro Valley, September 8th to October 20th. Yes. Boy, you're good. You must be psychic. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have it in my office, and I'm also doing a webinar with that one. So, nice. yeah. And yeah. Uh, in Portland, Oregon, you'll be there on the August 4th, and uh, full moon in Denver, Colorado, July 14th and 15th, for anyone who's in yeah. the area listening in. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. So yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, tell everyone uh, they go. They can go to your website for all information at phyllisking.net. Yes, or phyllisking.com, and that's all the information I just spoke about. And anything I talk about during the show, you know, I have a learning center with a lot of free downloads and things of that nature. And so, if anyone, if that resonates with anyone, if I talk about something on the air, know that that's available. Um, on the website, and of course, all these dates that were just thrown out to you—you you know, you won't be tested at the end of the show. It's—it's it's on the website. If you can remember my name, you'll be able to get there. Cool. Very interesting and very informative website. Thank you. So, how about we go ahead and take a couple of calls? Yes. Let's Jump right play. into it. Okay. Okay. Let's bring on Adrian. Hello, Adrian. Hello. How can we help you? Um, uh, I was actually calling about uh, my love life, and I wanted to know if someone's going to come into my life soon that is going to be long-lasting. Oh, love life. Adrian. hello, love. Hello. Um, I love love life questions. They just <laughs> wonderful. Um, okay. Um, you do have a partner that wants to come in that you're you're working that you're working it you know you're working the energy of bringing someone in um how did this you person know? That, <laughs> yeah good for you go 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 for yeah. it really Life is my short. List and, yeah. <laughs> good and it, of course as i said at the top of the show adrian it is a process of receiving getting out of our own way you're showing me a lot of hesitancy in revealing who you really are it's like you like we all like to present the good stuff but that's really one of the big keys for you but right now you're showing me a time period of around november but there's this real hesitancy emotionally how you're bringing in people so it's sort of a delayer so um, i would make sure that all that your past is behind you that you've really resolved things fully and completely so that you're free to move forward and that you really are available make yourself available and be seen so you can be seen all of you not just the best outfit you have or the best hairdo you can find and, you know, whatever, but really let's see the beauty of Adrian shining and someone's going to someone's gonna jump on that train, guaranteed. So um, if he doesn't come in November-ish, you're looking the 1st of 2013, but you are in a relationship pattern and, you know, it's going to happen. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> well, I will. It is you know, good to know. Are you going to start showing more of yourself or only a shoulder here and there? And I'm not talking about getting naked and running down the street. I'm saying show more of who you are. Yes, I, I will do that. I didn't realize that I wasn't doing that, but I guess subconsciously I might, you know, hold things back, like, emotionally just because of the past, so... And I just will, know that whatever you're putting into consciousness, if you're holding back, you're going to attract people into your space who are also holding back. So the more available you can become mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, the more likely you're going to attract that into your space. Okay. All right, love? Yes, All right, no, maybe? So <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. <laughs> okay, love. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. 
Good to hear from you. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. I just want to let everyone know that, um, because you're going to be with us for the first hour. Yes. And then we have Diane Wing, who's going to be joining us. She's going to be talking about energy work and all, and she won't be taking any calls. But if we have enough people in the chat room and enough people calling and being patient and waiting, I may extend for a third hour and oh. do the readings myself. Wow. Because I, I, uh, I have an account on Blog Talk here where I can actually do um, two, three-hour shows a day. Nice. So I may go ahead and extend and you know for another hour afterwards and go into a third hour and, and uh finish taking calls for those who we can't get to. I might call in for a reading. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know every once in a while we have to do that. We have to get readings from uh, from others because we can't really read for ourselves. Mhm. Isn't that like the most? That's the cosmic joke for psychics. Yep. Yeah. Or it's even worse though. So you go, you know, get a hold of somebody and they're like. Hmm. Even if I call into a radio show, which is hard for me to do now, because everyone knows my voice. Right. But it's really hard when you go ahead to call in or talk to someone, and they're like, I can't read you. Oh. <laughs> it's like, okay, I've got my you know, my protection down, i got the shields down, and oh. you, know, you should be able to go ahead and read, and, and they're like, I, I just well, don't want the information. Call me, Michael. I will be happy to gift you a reading. I would love to read for you anytime. Okay, well, I may have to. You never know. One of these days. Please do. Just, it's, it's you know, I've had that happen door. a few times where you know they they said uh, I can't read you, so evidently the information isn't supposed to be shared. So I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You might want it in a more private setting so everyone doesn't see all of your all of your wonderful uniqueness out there oh, yeah. unless you want them to. Yeah, no, that's why I don't call into other radio shows anymore. Right. <laughs> Let's go ahead. We'll bring on Pam from uh, from the Tampa area. Hello, Pam. Hi. How are you? Doing great. How can we help you? I would like to know. I'm in a relationship right now, and I'd like to know if it's if you see it going any further on down the road. Oh, I love that question. And what is uh, the person's first name, Pam? Tony. Tony. Okay. Let's take a look at this. Uh, Tony and Pam. I'm going to put you two together. Um, okay. There is still more to go between you. There's texture, and texture is what I feel and look at to see how things are going. You know, um, you guys are starting to pull away from one another, so that just tell me, tells me you both have begun to hit up against each other's wounds. And I'm wondering if the goals are the same. There's certainly a connection and a caring, but now everything's starting to get in that convoluted space. And, you know, you say black, he hears red. You know, it's just things are not flowing. So, um, you know, when I see a situation like this, you know, and I always, I'm a, I'm a want-to-make-it-better person, <laughs> so, and you don't have to make it better, but, you know, I'd really try and, have a few heart-driven conversations about what each of you wants and what you might be able to do to bring things closer because there is a caring here. It's not it's not fake. So um and see if you two can come to some some strategy or some plan to bring things back on track. Otherwise, um I don't think this relationship will last a year. Um, but I think it's worth trying. If it were me and it was, you know, Tony was my guy, I would certainly give it a shot. And what do you have to lose, really? Okay, yeah. He lives out of state right now because he's going to school, and he's supposed to be moving down here. So. 
Yeah, you know, it's interesting because it shows you, and I'm not talking geographically, even though you shared that, that you seem to be in different growth patterns. And so I'm looking, how do we get the patterns to start merging and coexisting in benevolence? So, But if it were me, I would keep pressing forward. Okay. Okay, so then you don't really see anything then for long term. Well, right now it's telling me that it wants to come apart. You know, the energy says by the end of the year, unless we take some type of action to get get connected in a different way and start really intentionally driving the relationship. And I'm not talking about when are you getting here, Tony? What what's your ETA? What's your estimated time of arrival? It's like just being connected to each other in a state of connection. And that's okay. what I'm not feeling is rocking and rolling. Do you okay. know what I mean? That's, do you know yes, what I, I mean do. or does that sound like a foreign language? Nope, I know what you mean. All right, sweetie. Okay, thank you. Have a good night. Appreciate it. Good night. Thank you. Let's go to Kayla. Hello, Kayla. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How can we help you? So, uh, well, thank you for having me on the show. Um, I was curious about two specific things, but I was curious first if you could give me a general reading. Well, how many things do you want me to look at? I don't know. I mean, are we looking at three different things? They're like specific. I mean, do you want me to tell you? Or no, it's just because I mean, I I don't mean to be a biatch here, but this is a radio show, and I okay. I tend to only take one question per person, and so I just I just want you to get what you need from me, and so I just want you to think about what that is, and then if you want me to do a general reading, I will, and if you have your specific things, I'll look at that as well. I mean, whatever. I just want think about it for a second, just take a deep breath and say, what do I want? What do I need? And then if it's the general, I'll be happy to do it, and if it's not, let me know that. Okay. Um, Specifically, I'm curious about my love life and where you see me in my career in the future. Okay. Well, that is two questions, but I'll look at I'll look (laughs) at uh, the context of that. Um, Kayla, and where are you in the country? I'm in New York right now, but I'm from Santa Cruz. You're from where? Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Yes. That's my neck of the woods. Okay. Yes. Let's look at the love life. Okay, all right. So the good news is you are on track for a rockin' love life scenario to open up pretty soon. Um, I mean, it could be as early as, like, now or no later than the first of the year. You are ready to be in a relationship. A relationship is going to come in. I can see, I can feel the energy. So that I have no concern about in terms of that. And in career, it's sort of like um, – this is a little bit more challenging because you haven't yet decided what you want to be when you grow up. And mm-hmm. I would say sometimes when we fall in love, uh, it reminds us of who we are and it reminds us of what we love about ourselves because the other person sees that in us. And so I would encourage you to pay attention to how what, what you love in terms of enjoyment, what resonates with you. As I look at you about, uh, where are we, 2014, 15, about halfway through 2015, um, I see, you know, you're sort of settling into um, something completely different than what you're doing now. And you might even be taking some type of certification or going back to school, but uh, you're sort of in a process with that. And I see you have no problem in terms of getting jobs or making money, but it's kind of like, how do I connect to that purpose? Mm -hmm. And that's going to take a couple more years. So in my love life, I just 
ended a one-year relationship is the love life with him or with someone new? Um, what's that person's first name? Jacob. Well, it's, it feels like someone new to me, actually. It does. And even though Jacob is wonderful in his own way, um, there's other things that you're trying to experience spiritually and otherwise. So I think there's some interesting chapters to come about. And I should quit communication with him or not? How, well, that's really your decision. I mean, and you have okay. to go on how you feel because... Love is all about, do you feel love? Am I being loving? Am I living my life in a loving way? So, And paying attention to how you feel is the only answer to that. So, you know, go until it doesn't feel right anymore. Okay. Very cool. Okay. Thank you. All right, Taylor. All righty. So what's the one thing that you love about doing this type of work? You know what rocks my world is, you know, I get an email from a client I've been working with for a period of time and they've reached a goal or uh, they've had a breakthrough or I see them growing and evolving and really feeling better in their life. That just, that makes me so happy. And I know I need to make a living, but, you know, for instance, I had a client I was been working with for probably a year and a half and about a month ago, it's like, she doesn't, I don't have to work with her anymore. And you know, I, I one has like, well, this is my business, but I'm so happy that she doesn't need me anymore. I just think that's great. Well, good. Yeah, that it's always good when they uh, they don't need you anymore, and and they keep in touch that uh, to still let you know mm-hmm. how everything's going. Yeah, I love that. I get off on other people's success. Well, that's good. That's what we came here for to go ahead and and help other people to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. We are the light workers, I believe. Yes. Let's go ahead and bring on Jane. Hello, Jane. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? I just want a general reading because a lot has been going on with me, so I just want to know in general what the spirits have for me. And what part of the country do you live in, Jane? New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody's just getting out of work here on the West Coast. Okay, let's look at your energy. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, Well, whenever we're going through a lot of transition and change, you know, we want to do our best to embrace it as much as possible and recognize that we asked for it that there's something in it for us. Life isn't happening to us to make us have a miserable experience. We're actually trying to spiritually evolve beyond it and and the limitation of the human view of what we're experiencing. So, you know, you're in a period of time that's asking you to do that, to look at your life and say, well, this, that, and this, that may not be working how I want it to, but there's a reason for it. You know, and you're more than a body, you know, and and some of the spiritual types, we know that intellectually, but we don't feel it in our bodies or practice it. And so I would ask you to be really intentional about experiencing your life and and when the things aren't jibing the way the mind says we want them to, 
uh, don't let that be a problem. Say, what's in this for me? Why would I choose such a thing like this? So as I watch the next year for you, it's kind of, for me, it's a fascinating time because you're playing with a lot of different concepts and per- perceptions and ideas about how life works. And that is rich and ripe for change and learning to receive on a higher level. And so 2013 is sort of that type of an expansive time where you're really working your perspective, challenging your emotional body to really say, hmm, how am I going to view this life experience? And then when you get into 2014, there's actually what I would call the the time, the gestation period is complete and you give birth to some some circumstances you know i'm watching career expand and relationships still seem to be um slower but you as a person look much bigger and so that to me is hugely encouraging because only good things come from acknowledging that we're divine and we are wonderful so um that's what i'm seeing in your rhythms and i like it well, you said um, there's something you just said, and I said something about relationships is big, but I am bigger because I don't have it that going on for me now. It really ended really bad last year. I mean, I think. Yeah, the, the relationships are a challenge for you right now, and they will yeah. remain kind of a challenge because you're going to be in this sort of healing period, I will call it that, but it's an evolving period. Do you, and you understand what I mean when I say evolving, yes? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. As in getting better? Is that what it means? You're already perfect right now if there is such a thing. You're whole and complete right this minute, but it's the we have to develop the awareness of that. But when I say evolving beyond, I mean that we are expanding our perspective and how we think about things to recognize that all of our experiences were for our highest good, that we have processed through it, and we go, oh, I see why that happened. Oh, and now I'm better off and I'm wiser and I feel more comfortable in my skin because of it. That's evolution. That's that's the part of evolving to where you dissipate any frequencies, emotional or otherwise, that don't serve you. And that's the period you're in now and will stay in through 2013. Wow. Okay, and is it a good thing? (laughs) In my point of view, I think it's a fantastic (laughs) thing because as we expand spiritually, that's creating space, and space is how we attract, how we can bring things in. We need space to be able to bring stuff in, and so you have to expand the perspective. You have to expand the emotional body to receive. You know, and this idea that uh, loss is a terrible thing, is a really kind of a Western culture idea. Loss is part of being able to receive. It's shedding the old to be received the new. So you might have a broken heart at the moment about the relationship, but as you evolve beyond that emotional pain and see how that relationship served you and how leaving it has served you, you'll be in a different place and you'll be ready to receive something even better suited to who you are. You signed up for it. You came to this planet and you signed up for it and said, I'm doing it. I'm going to have these experiences. Okay. Okay. I know. She says, okay, I guess. (laughs) I guess. I'm trying to, like, 
you know, process. No, no, no. I'm trying to process it because I'm very prayerful. You know, I've gone through a whole lot, but I still stay very positive. So I'm like, okay, God, you got to smile now somehow. So when you, when you, I'm saying, okay, because I'm like, okay, I have nowhere else to go. I just keep praying. I do the right things. You are. You are. You're, you're right on track and learn to be comfortable with uncomfortable because that means you're growing and changing. It's not bad when we don't yeah. feel completely, you know, comfortable. It isn't. It's not. It's actually telling you that shifts are happening, and and everything from the external happens because we shift internally. You want to shift internally. You want to do that work. You want to have that those awarenesses change up because that's how we get to the good stuff. The really good stuff, the stuff that actually really fills us up, and those relationships that don't leave us, that don't abandon us, that value us, that's how you get there. So that's where you're going, love, and I think you're doing a great job, and uh, you're a powerful and mighty being filled with dignity, purpose, and intention, and you came to this planet to do great things, and you are. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's true. All right, take care. Thank you. Got All right, you. sweetheart. Thanks for the call. Good night, dear. A lot of general readings tonight. I know. Everybody just wants to hang out. Yep. Well, let's go ahead. We'll bring on Faith. Hello, Faith. Hi. How can we help you? Um, I have a question. I recently... Um, entered a relationship, and I'm having some problems shedding uh, some emotional blocks from my past, and I need I need some help to get over those. And what is the person's first name, and when did the relationship start? Uh, the person's first name is uh, Derek, and the relationship started about maybe halfway through June. Okay, brand new. Okay, there. Well, there's several different things. I mean, you do look actually. What's okay? <laughs> the fact that you're aware of emotional wounding, and it's up for you, is good. I mean, often we come together with people, not just for sex and vacations and dinners, but so that we can heal ourselves and and have a partner in doing that process. So. Part of the part of the key, and and it's difficult depending on where you're at in your process, is staying open to love, staying open to the process of being in a close relationship. Um, do you feel like you can do that, or are you just shutting down? No, I I feel like I I want to go back. I want to stop, but then I'll come back to wanting to open up more. I'm a I, I get a little bit of fear. I'm trying not to let it come yeah. in. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. I, I would love for you to get this book uh, that I teach this class on uh, called Calling in the One, Seven Weeks to Attracting the Love of Your Life because the whole book is really about helping you clear out the past so that you can receive love. And it's you, you feel ripe to me for it because you're ready to move past it, but you don't seem to quite know exactly what that could be. And um, But I think you could probably do it on your own, and you might need a little bit of support, either you know someone like me or a therapist or something like that. 
But I would really encourage you to get that book. You can download it on an ebook from Amazon for, I don't know, like 10 bucks or something. And do some of those exercises because they're unbelievably powerful. And it'll help you understand how, how these patterns that are entrenched have woven into your life and how you can kind of break them up. And, and in the context of your relationship, I'm just saying stay open to receive the love. Don't shut down. And if you find yourself shutting down, open back up. And that itself is a healing process. So what do you think? Okay. I think that sounds good. It, do you see everything working out okay for... Well, and I like this person that you're with. I like this relationship. But if you don't stay open, and that's why I started with it, and you withdraw and you can't receive what he's giving, then it'll set up a dynamic that, you know, you don't trust each other. And so you okay. want to start with trust and protect it. Don't ever let it dissipate. And then the second it does, work to get it back as quick as humanly possible. You know, that's how you really get that treasured space with your partner. Okay. So, you know, you're brave, man. I have tremendous uh, admiration for you. You're very brave. And you can do this. You can get through this. You can release this this energy that's in your space. And I understand there's an energy worker coming on in the second hour. I would I would stay on and listen to what she has to say because she's probably got some great ideas about moving energy. So. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm trying my best. Yeah, and you're doing great. And I think you have amazing courage, and I love that you're going after it. That's great. Thank you. All right, sweetie. Have a good night. All right. Thank you, you too. Bye. So what's the one thing that um, upsets you the most, I I uh, should say, about doing this type of work? (laughs) I don't think there's anything, Michael, in all honesty. Um I love this work, I, and I love talking to everybody, I'm even the people that uh, aren't on board with my style. I just, I just feel honored to when people open up, and you know, it's just so much fun, and it's such a joy to be able to see people at their most vulnerable, and they show you that precious part of themselves. I just, I just think it rocks. I love it. Cool. Yeah, there's not much that I don't like about doing this type of work either. It's just. It's just amazing. And I would say I think what makes the whole, for me, it's like I do some one-on-one, but I do a lot of groups, you know, and I do the radio and and I do the different programs and I teach people how to coach. So I break it up in a lot of different ways to keep it interesting to me. So I'm not just doing one-on-one all day, every day. That would be a bit much. Let's go ahead and uh, grab another call here. Bring on Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Hi. How are you? Good. How can we help you? Hi. Um, I've actually called in before, um, but I'm calling back, and I would like to <laughs> know if you can connect with anybody from the other side for me. Is there someone you want me to connect with, or you just want me to see if anybody's hanging around? I do want to connect with somebody, um, Garrick or my grandmother, Rose. Okay, let me see if anybody wants to come in. And you're Danielle. Okay, where are you mm-hmm. at in the country, Danielle? Um, Henderson, Nevada. 
Henderson, Nevada. Okay. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes from Vegas. Right on. Um, I'm 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 trying. I, I I know in radio you don't want to be silent, but I'm I'm trying to pull in some information from either Garrick or Rose, and uh, I'm not getting anything yet. Doesn't mean they're not around for it, but let me just keep seeing if anyone. You know, your grandmother kind of. You know, I'm I'm not getting anything from Garrick, but your grandmother kind of wants to come in, but she's not. You know, she's not like standing near you, so. Um, I mean, if there's something you want to ask, I can see if she will give an answer. But, you know, the connection is pretty weak. You know, she's standing really far back. Yeah. Um, Can I I ask something else? (laughs) If you can't connect. Sure, go for it. Um, Go ahead. Well, because I lost both of them and my life has changed, do you see something positive coming in, like work or school? Oh, honey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, your heart's broken. I mean, I'm just. uh, I just want to give you a big hug right now. You're gonna make me cry. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Um. See, it's all your fault. No, I'm kidding. It's all about me. It's not about you. Look at. Um. You gotta. You have to allow yourself to grieve, and it, it takes what it takes. You know, so many times people will call my show and say, I just lost so-and-so or whatever, and, you know, can you heal it? It's not mm-hmm. a healing, it's a grieving. They're, they're two very different, and, and it could take one yeah. year, it could take ten years, it could take, it takes what it takes. So, you know, you know, and my good friend Daniel Brinkley talks about this in his book, uh, uh, Saved by the Light, and he talks about at the end of the night when, you know, all the defenses are down, lay in bed, and see if you can receive and connect with those who have passed. You know, open yourself up to it. And don't let your brilliant mind tell you, oh, I just imagined that, I just made it up. Don't do that. See if you can connect to keep that uh, bond alive for yourself so you don't have to feel it's so lost. Because there's there are ways to communicate. I mean, just think, you and I are in different parts of the country, but we can communicate, we can interact. You know, there's different ways we can feel one another. And I would love for you to kind of give that to yourself. And as I watch your patterns to the end of the year, you're actually, your, your energy is really coming back towards the end of the year. You're going to enter sort of a higher energy period. And it will be much easier for you, you know, to start feeling what directions you should go in and what feels right to you. It just, you look, your connections look shot on the ends. It's like you almost can't feel anything on the end of your connectors. That's the best way I can describe it. And, you know, it's going to get better for you. And, again, loss is part of life. But at some point, if you could embrace the idea that there's no body anymore, but they're still around, you know, and they're in actually a higher state of awareness than we are, you know, we can begin to make a different kind of peace with it. So, long story short, lighten up on yourself. (laughs) You know, well, you're doing good. Well, it'd be good. nice if someone can, like, tell me that he made it to the other side. That's what I pretty much came here. Like, I can't find anybody to connect with him, and it's scary. That's why you I know, don't know. And tell me how he passed. That might, What happened? 
he was hit by a car on the highway. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so sometimes, and from and I'm I'm referring again to my friend Daniel, who has had some mm-hmm. of the most profound near death experiences on record, and he's talked about. <laughs> The people who get stuck, who don't quite get into the light, they get stuck in this, he calls it the blue-gray space. And these people get stuck there mainly because of the humiliation of their death. And a lot of military people who, you know, blown up out of nowhere or, you know, felt abandoned by the government or whatever. And, you know, I don't get that about Garrett. I, I think there's other reasons perhaps why he's not coming in. So... It was a shocking death and unexpected, but not humiliating to the point where he yeah. just can't fathom that that happened to him. So mm-hmm. I would give it time. And the other thing is when you carry a lot of grief in your space, it is harder to connect to someone because it's like a barrier and and, and they don't want to feel that. You don't want to feel that. Um, let me tell you also a phenomenal medium, Suzanne Suzanne Northrup, and look her up. And I think she's still, I think she's a TV and a radio show, and she's wonderful. She's one of the best mediums I know. So, you know, you can seek her out if you're really wanting to push for it. Yep. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks for the call, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Good night, dear. All righty. Let's go ahead. we got a few more minutes and all. Bring on Lolisa. Hello, dear. You're on the air. Hello. How can we help you? Yes, I have a question. Um, lately, um, some things in my life have been kind of negative. You know, I know life has its ups and downs. You know, like some with some of my cousins, my friends, my love life. Everything's kind of falling down into pieces right now. So instead of, you know, like thinking so much about negative things, I was wondering if you could see anything positive. Um, in my life coming pretty soon for me to look forward to. Okay, um, I'll I'll look psychically at that in a moment, but I have to tell you, you're talking to the wrong person for that question because I see all experiences as divine food of life, you know, and um, my life has been one where I've had sexual abuse in my life, I've had violence in my life, I've had financial issues in my life, I've had love lovers that and divorce. I mean, I've had all kinds of stuff go down in my life that people could say was negative and not good. Mm-hmm. But I know at this age and after I've gotten through those experiences, it's those things that made me who I am, that gave me empathy, that gave me wisdom, that gave me stamina, that gave me patience. And without those things, I wouldn't have become this. So the point I want to make to you is the more we can strive to frame our circumstances in a positive light and see what was in it for us, we empower ourselves. Because if we feel victimized by our life, that is such a low-level vibration. You can't create anything that fills you up from that place. It's just not possible. So I just want to encourage you to consider that idea that, you are powerful. You signed up for everything that is happening in your life. You signed up. I'm going to the planet. I'm going to be doing a little bit of this, a little bit of this, and a little bit of that. And I want to learn some things. And you know, we we have to sort of quote unquote pay our dues a little bit. 
before the good stuff comes. So I just want to throw that out to you because that's who I am and that's what I do. Now I'll look at you psychically and see what's coming up for you. And what's and where are you in the country? I'm in California. Oh, where at? Uh, in the 209 area, Central Valley. Oh, you're up there. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the Bay Area. Okay, oh. let's see. Um, okay, well, what's coming up right away in this year? is job changes or job expansion. So there is a shift coming again, October-ish, right around the corner here. So if you've been looking for a change in the workplace, uh, either money or status or position, that's coming. So that's good. Uh, Relationships uh, are still not where you want them to be. But perhaps as you move into this other role in the workplace, um, you know, things might you know, you might experience some new opportunities there. As I move into 2013, um, again, you're putting up, you want it, but you're putting up the hand to relationships. So that tells me you're healing some stuff and you're not feeling quite ready to expose yourself. So, you know, you're in a process. And so everything I said to you earlier, and, you know, if you have the ability to download this show, I would listen to that, what I said to you again, and, and really try on that perspective. Because okay. I want you, I want you to feel great in your skin. I really do. Yeah. Hmm. So go okay. make some money. That okay, looks like I that's, will. that's the best thing coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, just in time for the holidays, you can spend it on everybody yeah. else. Just kidding. Yeah, spend that's something to look to. <laughs> well, thank you so much. All right. Have love, a great appreciate night. The call. All righty. Let's go ahead. We'll bring on Susanna. Hello, Susanna. Hello. Hello. How can we help you? I was just wondering about my love life. Oh, Susanna. Don't do it. Anyhow, I couldn't help myself. Where are you, Susanna? I'd like to know where you are. Suzanne, Long Island. Ah, okay. I'm, I just went on a blind date yesterday. We seemed to like each other, but then I like somebody from the past, but I don't think he likes me like that. He does. It's just the attraction and nothing else. So, or am I meeting someone else? What, what do you see with all this? Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me look at this. I love love life questions. Um, okay, well, okay. I, I, I have good feelings for you. Um, let's see, the guy last night. Um, you know, I, I think that you are dating you know, your your energy feels like dating energy, like you're trying on different people, and that's good. I want you to continue to do that. And and I think that you're working your way up to it. And, you know, maybe you're having some difficulty revealing enough or being open enough. I'm not sure. But um, you're in a relationship pattern. I like it. I see you continuing. Like each one gets better. So let's say Mr. Blind Date last night, you guys nice. hang out for – Say that again? Yeah, he. you know what it is? He was nice, compatible, but there wasn't that, uh, but should there be? Or should I just make it because you're nice? <laughs> Could you say that again, that, uh, I just no, like that. Is there, like, oh, really oh, feel it, you know, it was, like, nice and um, pleasant, but maybe I should just look for nice and pleasant, and you don't have to be attracted just to let it grow into something. Well, you know what? Attraction can follow, but you should definitely feel... Uh, that there is love there, that that person is a loving person, that oh, there is okay. a kindness. And, kind, yes. Yeah, so move forward. And like I said, what your pattern feels like to me is this, 
that you'll you'll meet say like this person you'll hang out for a few weeks a month and then if it doesn't jibe you'll meet someone else and then that one hangs out for three months for and you're working into it because when i see you in 2013 you're in a relationship you're in a, a partnership you know you're you've committed to each other you're monogamous all that kind of stuff so you're getting close so, so if the- this one doesn't work out, and I'm saying it's not going to, I'm not going to project that. But just right. know, keep trying. Keep keep going what after about, it. This is how it works. What about the other person that I like? You think that's just going to be in the past? Uh, what's his first name? It begins with an S. You know, I don't know that it's completely in the past. Or he's still around, but... Um, it's certainly not going to come together anytime soon, and I feel like the person that you are going to partner with um, is not him. Yeah, probably. I guess I could have said that the other way. He is not the person I see you partnering with. Yeah. Okay, but he'll just, like, hang around until I meet that other person or a couple? Well, you know, it's interesting because um, there's just no, what do you call it, there's no magnetism. There's nothing that draws you together. And I don't know if that means there's lack of chemistry on one or both of your part, but it chemistry? just doesn't no, magnetize no together. It, no, no, no. There's no lack of chemistry with us. <laughs> well, But, I mean, in terms of the overall consciousness of the two of you, your universes don't come together. I mean, they maybe they can come, but they don't blend. They don't mesh. They keep going. To, they keep coming apart is what I'm trying to say. You're right. Yeah, you're right. They do. Yeah. So I guess we'll just get tired of that. You'll either get tired of that or someone else will come in that rocks your world and you'll say, I'm bored with that pattern. <laughs> I'm liking this one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think you're all right with that because I do like, you know, I don't know if anything's going to happen with this person. It just wasn't that, you know, like, uh, but, you know, we can date and see what happens. Yeah. Why not? Enjoy yourself. Have fun with it. Yeah. All right, well, thank you. Appreciate the call. Bye-bye. Have a great night. Thanks. Go ahead. We'll bring on Stacy real quick. Hello, Stacy. Hello. How can we help you? Hello? Hello. <laughs> You're on the air. Hi. How can we help you? I wanted to ask uh, for a general. All I have is a colonel. I don't have a general. A current? You aren't going to laugh. You aren't going to laugh at my joke. Okay. I know it was bad. Okay. <laughs> I was like, All right. Stacy wants a general. Okay. We'll finish off the hour here with a general. Let me pull in your impressions. And then tell me where you are in the country. I'm in Florida. Florida. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, I, I, I'm not feeling anything um, that I need to warn you about, which is good. But I am feeling a real, uh, an, a low-lying depression in your energy. So as, as you're kind of going through the balance of the year and into 2013, I would say to you, I would love to see you being much more intentional with your process and what you want for yourself, because. Um, 
you know, I'm just not watching things come together or as quickly or as effortlessly as you would like. But, you know, I like career. I like work for you. And there are some relationship stuff coming up. So there's a nice mix of things happening. And you'll just have, if you notice in your life, things are not working the way you want them to or you're not attracting people the way you want them to, then pay attention to how you feel about that and how you're giving in a lot in your life to see what you need to work on. But, you know, it's all pretty okay otherwise. I'm not seeing anything that bothers me, and, you know, you're having a life. Okay. Does that help you? Yes, it does. Okay, well, let us know how everything goes for you, okay? All right, thank you. So do you want to uh, promote anything uh, uh, before we head off? Oh, thank you, Michael. I would just, anybody who's out there in the Denver, Colorado area, I will be there at Full Moon Books this weekend, both Saturday and Sunday, and then next month in Portland, Oregon. And please visit my website, phyllisking.com, if you'd like to know what's happening or just to peruse it to see if there's anything of interest there. But thank you, Michael, and I hope you will call me for a reading. Oh, yes. I'll definitely get a hold of you. It's been uh, definitely Good. been interesting. Ooh. Well, hopefully we'll be able to go ahead and get you back on here again real soon. Uh, I love coming here. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's see. We've got a few more minutes. How about we go ahead and we'll grab one more quick call here. Great. Okay. Hello, Eric. Code 510. You're on the air. Hi, this is Sonia. Hi, Sonia. Sonia. How can we help you? Hi, Phyllis. I Is was this wondering. My Sonia? Yep, it's Is this me. My Sonia? Oh, good heavens. Hello, love. Uh, hi. I was wondering what alternative therapy should I continue to pursue to improve my health? Like, should I continue with Dr. Chernoff or Jim? Or just start? Um, well, which one has worked for you in the past the best? Uh, both kind of about the same. Well, you know, I tend to have a little more affinity for Jim than Dr. Chernoff. Not that they're both; she's not great. Uh, it's just um, her, the way the way she runs her energy is is different than how Jim does, and I just it tends to be easier to receive than hers. So um, that would be my first bet. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You're so funny. I think it's so cute you called the show. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> well, and, and Sonia, for anyone listening, or Michael, she's she's in the Calling in the One class. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, anything else Phyllis can help you with right now? No, that's it. Thank you. That was it. You're welcome. Have a great night. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. She's got such bubbly energy. I know. She's adorable. (laughs) Well, good, Phyllis. That's a good way to go ahead and end the show with you then. Yeah. Michael, thanks so much. I just love hanging out with you, and I appreciate being here. My pleasure. Thank you for joining us. And one more time, your website is? Ah, phyllisking.com, phyllisking.net, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S-K-I-N-G. Cool. Well, you have yourself a wonderful evening, and I look forward to talking to you real soon. 
Thanks, Michael. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And don't forget, everyone, go ahead and uh, she's got the Facebook links, to Follow her on Facebook, Twitter, the whole bit. Tell her you appreciate her joining us. And don't go anywhere. We have another hour to go, and then we may end up going into our third hour. You know, I have to see what's going on with the energies and the angels and guides and the higher-ups out there. But anyways, we're going to take a short break here for just a moment. And uh, then we're going to go ahead and be back. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M-M-M-M-M. Put your paws up, because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. She rolled my hair with my lipstick on, in a glass of purple dry. There's nothing wrong with loving who you are, she said, cause you made you perfect, babe. So hold your head up, girl, and you'll go far.
All right, everybody, we're back. Don't go anywhere. Like I said, you know, we have a second hour, and, you know, we may have a third hour. I don't know yet. We have to wait and play and see. As some people are, you know, not going to wait right now in the queue, which is fine because we have – and I love doing these uh, sometimes with the sessions for an hour of just talking because there's a lot going on. We have a wonderful – let me go ahead and bring her on here. Maybe welcome to the show, Diane Wing. Hello, Diane. Hi, how are you? Doing Thank wonderful, you for dear. Me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, um, my name's Diane Wing, and I have been doing this work for about 27 years for the highest good of my clients. I empower people to create the life they really want, and I do it in a variety of ways. I have several books out, um, The True Nature of Energy Secrets of Energetic Consciousness is a forthcoming book, and right now on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, you can get my books: The True Nature of Tarot, Your Path to Personal Empowerment, and Thorn Manor, and other bizarre tales, which is a collection of dark fiction short stories. And my website is forestwitch.com. Nice website too. Very informative. Thank you. Yeah, I like to put a lot of free stuff on there, articles and poetry and all kinds of stuff. So, so we're going to talk a little bit about energy work. Yes. So tell everyone a little bit, what is energy work? Well, let's talk about what is energy. Okay. okay. So everybody has an energy field around them, and everybody feels energy on some level. I know some people say, well, you know, I'm not really intuitive. I don't, I, I don't feel energy. I can't feel it. I don't know what it would feel like. But every single person has a sixth sense. I believe we have six senses. And that sixth sense is your ability to feel the energy of others, of situations, of places. So it's a survival mechanism. So an example of how we might feel energy is think about how many times you've ever walked into a room and felt like you wanted to leave right away. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, many times. Right. Absolutely. The energy in there didn't feel right to you. You've yeah, met a, no. You You've met a person that you instantly disliked. You have no basis for this feeling, but you just know that you don't like this person. Right? What? Yep. Why does that happen? Because the energy that is underlying, you know, we have our projected selves and then we have the self that is deep within us. And what we are is what comes out in our energy. People can only put on the mask for so long. And if you can read their energy, if you can feel it objectively, you can be alerted to it way before they choose to reveal it to you. And so this is a way of protecting yourself from the wrong relationship. I mean, I heard a lot of relationship questions in the first hour. And so you want to make sure that the people that you're around have the right energy, have the energy that resonates with where you are. You know, you might be around certain people and suddenly you feel exhausted. And that's because you are vibrating at a higher level than that other person. 
and their energy, the lower the vibration, the denser the energy is. And so you suddenly feel exhausted because they're pulling on your energy. So, how, how can you protect yourself from that? Well, there are a lot of ways to do that. First, you want to make sure that your physical body is in good shape. You know, we talk a lot about the spiritual and a lot about energetics and stuff, but we are physical beings. And if we don't bolster our physical body with weight, diet, exercise, then, you know, we're going to be a lot weaker. You know, avoiding toxins like too much alcohol, drugs, things like that. Also, clean up yourself emotionally. Depression, anxiety, those kinds of energies pull your vibrational level way down. Drama, guilt, all those things have a heavier density. And so those are the people that are most susceptible to feeling these lower level energies that are floating all around. So the healthier you are, the clearer you are emotionally and mentally too. You know, not... Um, not th- engaging in that negative self-talk that so many of us do, right? That self-deprecation, that lowers your energy and it makes your aura come very close to your body. And when it's very close to your body, that's when you feel vulnerable. That's when you don't feel safe. So what you can do is an exercise that I call the advanced grounding Method, And you can actually get that on my website. You go to forestwitch.com, click on the waterfall, and then go to free stuff and articles and go to the grounding and centering exercise. And it's right there. You can print it out. And it's a grounding from above and below. And what it does is it helps you expand your aura. And I recommend doing this before you go out for the day or before you know you're going to be in a stressful situation because then your aura is going to be a lot bigger and you're going to feel a lot more solid. And ultimately, it helps you feel more confident because you don't feel so vulnerable. And so anytime we, can, you're you're tired, your, your vibration is going to be lower, you're going to feel more susceptible to negativity around you. So you have to remember that like a vibrational frequency is either heavy or light. So when you're upset about something, when when you feel like things are going wrong, when you when you feel like you're in a rut and you keep telling yourself the same negative things over and over, don't you don't you feel heavier, even physically heavier? Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, it's just like okay, just trying to drag your feet just to move. Exactly. Yeah, it affects your posture, doesn't it? It's like you're carrying the weight of it on you. Some people feel it on their shoulders. Some people might feel it in the chest. You might find that you're breathing more shallowly, like right at the base of your neck instead of deep in your stomach. But when you have a higher vibration, it's joyous. When you're happy, when you feel joy and achievement, right, and confidence, you feel lighter. It's like nothing is weighing on you. Nothing can hurt you. And that is 
the, the vibrational level that you want to strive for. So that's why I, I started writing the book, The True Nature of Energy, because I find that a lot of people um, stay in these lower-level energies for way too long because they don't feel like they have control. They don't feel like they can elevate themselves beyond it. And we totally can. I don't remember who said it, um, but I heard um, a quote that I really liked. You, we are the average of the five people we hang out with the most. So if you hang out with people who are always negative, always have a problem, they blame other people for what's going on in their lives, they um, tell you that you can't be any more than what you already are, these are the energies that you are taking on. And so you are going to have a much denser vibration than if you hang out with people who are optimistic and achievement-oriented and who are setting goals and have, you know, hope for the future, see the world as a beautiful place. I mean, even talking about it, you can feel the difference, right? Oh yeah, it's a lot lighter, a lot uh, a lot better uh, when you're thinking of having the positive people in your life. Because I know when I've had a lot of negative people coming around, it's just like, uh, okay, I got to change the energies here. Exactly, and as soon as you rid yourself of those relationships, new energy was free to come in, right? Oh yeah, much better energy too. Yeah. Yeah, so for the people who are like, God, you know, nothing ever changes for me. It's the same over and over and over. Well, are you holding on to old beliefs that have that whole, whole old energy on it, that, that lower level energy? Are you holding on to things in your home that have memories from difficult periods in your life or a relationship that's over that you're still grieving? All the objects from those memories are holding certain types of energy. And if you have them around you and they're lower level, that's what you're surrounding yourself with. Same with, I know a lot of people who like to use crystals. Um, And while crystals can be really great to introduce certain types of energies because they all have their own um, vibrational patterns, you have to clear them. There are only two crystals, two stones that don't have to be cleared, and that is citrine and kyanite. All the rest need to be either um, smudged with sage, put out in the sun or under the full moon, rinsed with salt water to clear them. There was a a woman I worked with when I was in um, a corporate role, and she had this big bowl of stones in her office sitting on her desk and they were the little smooth they were the polished ones and they were all different colors and different types and I said well that's you know that's really nice what you know what made you put that in in here and she said well people like to come in and put their hands in and and roll them in their hands and they release their stress into the bowl and onto the stones and I said well when was the last time you cleaned them Oh, I've never cleaned them. (laughs) I was like, well, 
there's a lot of dense energy in there because people were putting their stress onto those stones and then walking out. So they were essentially leaving their negativity in her office. And she couldn't understand why she was always tired and had like a low-level depression when she was at work. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. So energetic awareness is really important because if you don't take stock of of the energy that's around you and what's pulling it in and what's holding it there, you could be really hurting yourself. It can have a very physical effect. If um, the listening audience has ever been in a really bad relationship and you have that anxiety all the time, you know, you you don't know what you're going to walk into when you get home. You know, you know, you're always fighting. You're always at odds with that other person. The feeling of that stays with you. It's hard to get away from it because you know you're always going to be going back to it. Even if you get relief for a couple hours, you're always going to be going back to it. What's stopping it from changing? Well, you can't, you have no control over the other person, but you do have control over yourself and your choices. You're choosing to stay there. And you're choosing that energy over freeing yourself from it. And people have all kinds of reasons for doing it, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. But just know that if you want to feel differently, you have to make choices that change your circumstances in order to pull in new and different energy. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, uh, Isn't uh, selenite also another one of those crystals uh, where it's uh, self-cleansing? I don't think I don't think selenite is self-cleansing. But you know, if you have other information, okay. So I thought somebody was telling me that uh, selenite is good. It'll absorb the um, uh, cleanse other crystals that are around it, okay. and it's good for absorbing. And then it it doesn't need to be cleansed itself. No, it uh, goes ahead and uh, absorbs the negative uh, the negative energies and all. And mm-hmm. uh, converts it and dissipates it. Okay. I would say anything that's absorbing negative energy, in in my perspective, would need to be cleared. But, you know, maybe it works differently for that person or in that environment. You know, it's not impossible. Yeah, because I know, um, you know, what I, I've told people, too, is, um, you know, I've, Helped people out and uh, who were, were had different addictions, and I'm like, you know, the only way to go ahead and change them, uh, so you don't go ahead and get back into it again, is you got to change your environment. Yes. And it's the same thing with the energy work. It's like if you keep on bringing in the negative and being around the negative uh, energies of other people, that's just going to keep bringing you down. So you change that's your right. environment, and you're going to change the energies. And a lot of them are like, oh, well, you know, they're friends and all. I said, well, if it's negative energy all the time that's around or the temptations for, you know, whatever addiction it was, I said, it's going to keep on getting you into trouble. Absolutely. You need to clear clear that out of your life and keep on moving ahead and bring it in, you know, positive people into your life and all. Yes. 
I've seen people hold on to these relationships because they they don't want to hurt anybody. They don't want to um they're afraid of being alone. Like what if they let them go and then there's nobody to take their place kind of feeling about it. Yep. And you know, if you're comfortable in your discomfort, then you know, by all means, stay in these relationships. I'm not saying that you have to let go of them. But then, at the same time, don't complain about it either. You know, because this is a choice that you're making. To your point, let it go. Let them go. Have a different environment. Because especially in an addiction situation, there are external triggers to want to continue the addictive behavior and a lot of it is relationships and a lot of it is environmental being in certain places that remind you of engaging in that other behavior so yeah your advice is right on target (laughs) yeah and that's the same thing you know like i said uh to change the energies and all too is the same way it's just you know get yourself out of that environment yeah and, and some make a big environments are, are worse than others. Like some people are super sensitive to the energies around them. And these are mostly empathic people. And so they tend to feel people's emotions as though they were their own. I know a lot of empaths who are self-medicating um, or who are on anti-depression or anti-anxiety meds because they think it's coming from inside of them, where really they're uncertain of where their energetic boundary ends and somebody else's begins. And so if they're around a negative person who has anxiety and depression, that's what they're feeling. They're feeling the other person's stuff. And when you're that sensitive, you don't want to go into certain places, bars, places where... um, you know, like at Halloween, it's fun to go to haunted houses and stuff, right? But there are, at least in the Philadelphia area, like Eastern State Penitentiary was a real prison where they have a haunted house. And the energy in there is nasty. It's nasty. I've seen torture museums, like torture implement museums. And you don't want to be anywhere near objects that are holding the energy of agony from people because you'll ultimately feel it and it will affect you and you may not realize where it's coming from so you know if if you watch um some of these paranormal shows i saw one where these uh ghost hunters wanted to stay in the lizzie borden house overnight and then there's another axe murder house that that these women were staying in. And I was thinking, really, you want to expose yourself to that kind of energy? I I just don't recommend it. It can really stay with you. What was the the most difficult energetic place you've ever been in? Oh, uh, sometimes going to a flea market. Really? Okay. It's just picking up uh, so many um, so many different energies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd be like, okay, I've got to go. I've got to leave. 
Yeah. Between the objects and then the crowd on top of it, right? Yep. Yeah. Most empaths can't take being around crowds for too long. And if you know that you have to be in a situation like that, you want to do that grounding exercise um, that's on my website before you go in because then you'll have kind of a shield around you. There are a couple other ways that you can shield yourself also um, and not necessarily cut yourself off. So if you encounter somebody who you feel negativity coming from, it could be coming at you or just generally radiating it. Put up a sheet of glass. Imagine a sheet of glass between you and that other person. Put it from the ground to above your head and extend it to either side of you beyond your arms, like, you know, a foot beyond your arms. And that way you can communicate with the person, but then when they put their negativity out there, it'll hit your shield and not come on to you. It's just a good way to envision to block that energy. I I suggest practicing that technique before you need it so that you can quickly put it up at a moment's notice. Because sometimes you're, you're suddenly approached by somebody that you weren't expecting to see and they're throwing their negativity at you and now you're like, you know, you're completely open. You want to be able to throw that shield up. So, but there are, you know, I teach a psychic self-defense class, and um, it's really necessary these days because there's a lot of angst. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of worry in the world. And people you know, get a steady diet of bad news on TV and, you know, all kinds of violent situations in the world. And as if we can increase our own vibrational level, if we can get ourselves to be lighter and vibrating higher, we're going to increase the energy of the planet as well. There's a higher likelihood that we're going to be able to you know, achieve the things in in our area that we want to. So, for example, there was a study done in a, uh, a violent neighborhood, and about 20 people got together, and they would get together every night, and they would meditate and put out peaceful energy in a group. And during the time that they were conducting this experiment, crime rate dropped 20%. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'd say. When they stopped, it went back up. So, you know, people a lot of times feel powerless, but I can tell you that you have a ton of power and you have so much ability to improve the energy of our world, of our country, of your household, you know? Check out your animal's behavior. They're picking up on your energy. They're real good indicators of how you are coming across. Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to self-observe. You don't even realize you're doing it. 
in a lot of cases. I know people who are not very self-aware, and when you bring it to their attention, they're like, that's true, and then they take steps to change it because then they realize, oh, this is why I feel like I'm on a continuous loop here and nothing ever gets better for me, right? Oh, yeah, many people are, are like that. It's like nothing nothing changes. Mhm. Yeah. So, yeah, I've noticed that with uh with animals too. I had um I had a dog a shepherd mix and um uh, it seems like every time I was feeling down or stressed or something, she'd come over and, and just nudge me with her nose like, "Okay, give me attention here." Right. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, they are so sensitive. And you know, same thing with cats too. They'll want the they'll want the attention. They'll bug you. Right. I had um, a loss of Opso, and unfortunately, he's no longer in the physical realm. But he, every time I did a reading, and if I was sitting on the floor and, and with, with the cards, he would come over and sit on the cards. He loved the energy of those cards. He would do Reiki sessions with me. He was actually attuned at the master level. Um, And he would walk back and forth on the table, with the client's permission, of course, and sit next to the area where they were having pain or discomfort, and he would take it from them. They would be like, oh, my God, he is just, it's, it's going away. So they can absorb our energy and our anxiety, and they willingly do it. It's important to clear them, too. So I used to take him for, you know, a long walk after a session. I would smudge him. He didn't like that too much. He'd he'd always sneeze, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) clear him with Reiki energy. Um, Because they're so loving and giving. There are a lot of dogs with anxiety issues because their environments are so anxiety-provoking. There's a lot of drama in the house, right? And they're going to feel it, and they're going to react to it. Yeah, my dog, every time I do Reiki to her, uh, you know, I'd be like, all right, you know, you've had enough. And she would turn around and and nose-butt me and and brush up against me like, no, I want more, I want more. (laughs) And when she finally have uh, had enough, then she'd go ahead and leave and go lay down. <laughs> it's like she, you know, I, you know, my other half would look. It's like she's a trip. I said, yeah, I said, she's not done receiving the Reiki yet. She wants more. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, have, if you feel, for those of you um, in the audience who practice Reiki, if you feel the aura of a dog, or most. Most pets, you know, mostly I've had dogs. It is at least a couple feet off their back. Oh, yeah. As opposed to if you feel most people, it's six inches or less off of their body. Right? Yeah. They're they're amazing. Yep. They're wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, they they are here to heal us, but we, we... want to make sure that they're taken care of, too. And that goes for, you know, being aware of 
how you are coming across and how you're affecting everyone you love, not just your pets. You know, you're, you're, you're grateful when people, you know, let you talk to them about your issues and whatever, but consider how long you've been dumping your stuff on your loved ones and energetically what that's doing to them. You're pulling on their energy, right? If you continuously complain about the same things over and over and over, you may start to see the people in your life starting to pull away from you. So, you know, when you're considering letting go of the people who are doing that to you, just look at it objectively. Look at it energetically, not emotionally, but what is it doing to your energy? What what do they look like? They probably look a little darker than other people in the room. You know, the air feels heavier when they come near you. If you feel like if you feel like um you are starting to go denser when you're around certain people, Walk out of the room. Test it. See if you feel lighter when you go outside. Breathe. Go back in. Ooh, dense again. That's how you'll know. And it's nothing against them. You're not saying, you know, you're not judging them in any way. You're just choosing to be good to yourself and elevate your own vibration. Some people have said, well, if my vibration is high, then won't I be able to lift their energy up? And that's a great question. The thing is that unless they want their energy raised and unless they take responsibility for their own stuff, you can't force it to go higher. You can't force them to be lighter. I mean, as a Reiki practitioner, you've probably experienced this. I was working on a woman, and she wanted to let go of the pain of a relationship that had ended and that she had been carrying around. So I said, sure, you know, let's try to work on that. So I found the spot. It was in her heart chakra, of course. It was a very dense tight ball that was very hot in her chest. So I applied energy there, and it moved over to the other side. I was like, hmm. I I went over, I applied energy to where it went, it moved over again. And I stopped and I said, how long have you been holding on to this? And uh, she said, nine years. And during that time, she was wondering why no other relationships were coming in for her. She could not let this go. And I could not force it to come out of her. She had to be willing to allow it to come out. And I told her there was nothing I could do because until she was really ready to let it go, it's going to stay there. So at that point, she had a choice to make. And again, it's completely up to the individual whether or not they want to stay in that position. But just know that 
If you choose to stay there, it's your own responsibility. It's not the other person caused you pain. It's not your parents did something to you. Right? It's about how you're perceiving what's going on. It's about your willingness to let go. So, I mean, guilt is a big one, too. Oh, definitely. Definitely makes a big uh, difference there. Yeah. And with guilt, people use that in a manipulative way, you know, to make you feel like you should do something when you really don't want to do it. And so that that guilt is a lower-level energy. I, I created a vibrational scale um, so that people could see what the symptoms of each level are and to uh, be able to identify where they're vibrating. And I created um, a vibrational quiz as well. If If you guys would like to take the quiz, I'd be happy to have you do that and I can send you the interpretation. And um, this is the the pre-quiz before it's, it goes out for publication. So you would be helping me to actually validate the tool. So if you're interested in finding out where you're vibrating, just email me at dianewing at forestwitch.com and I'd be happy to share that vibrational quiz with you. And the good news is that when you take it, you're going to get a snapshot, a baseline of where you are right now. It doesn't mean it's your personality. It doesn't mean that this is where you have to be vibrating forever. It just gives you insight into the level that you're at and ultimately what you can do to let go of the things that are holding you back. the relationship, the belief, the emotion. If you take a look at some of the the programs on TV, all these um, reality shows, the primary energy of these shows is drama. If I'm flipping through channels and one of these shows comes on, I I find it it very difficult to tolerate the energies of the people that are on these programs because the density of their energy is overwhelming. You're going to realize it and recognize it when you start vibrating at a higher rate. You, you're not able to tolerate denser energy around you, even in food. So certain foods have lighter or denser energies. Meats have, you know, the densest energy, red meat. Um, Vegetables, fruit have lighter energies. And you can even feel it. The next time you eat something, take note of how you're feeling before you eat it, heavier or lighter, and then after you eat, what are you feeling like? And then decide, do you want to continue to imbibe that food and have it feel that way in your body. 
Have you experienced that with different foods? Mm, not really, no. I haven't experienced that yet. Okay. So, for example, when I first um, was attuned, I couldn't, like, my whole my whole diet changed. I couldn't eat meat anymore. I didn't want it. I stopped eating poultry. I just, it just didn't feel right to me anymore. And the more dense food that I eliminated, the more energy that I could channel. So any energy practitioners out there, you may want to try that. You know, see if... um, See if you can notice a difference in the way that the energy is coming through you. So you said you practice Reiki, yes? Yes. And you you didn't notice any kind of dietary changes once you were attuned? Uh, not really, no. Everyone, uh, maybe I have. I don't know. Uh, every once in a while I feel like you know I want to eat more vegetables or you know certain things that I want to eat more of. Okay, and it's usually the lighter energy foods, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so I guess then I have I have um, experienced it then. Just haven't really, you know, paid much attention to it. And, and see, and that's the thing. We do these things naturally. We're feeling it on some level, and then we have a shift or we change our behavior as a result of it, but we we don't really recognize why we're doing it, energetically why. And so I'm hoping that, you know, the the quiz and the scale and and the book are going to really help people to get more consciously aware of themselves. Um, Because I just see so many people who have these dense, energies and it doesn't have to be that way they're they're so they're sad they're anxious they they don't know what to do about it and you know also by being in tune with it you're going to be able to pick up information intuitively around you and you're going to be able to create your your life and your world by making choices that are based on what you're picking up energetically around you. So I'm really looking forward to um to folks emailing me about that. I see in the um in the uh chat room how to cleanse or clear selenite. There's a uh yeah, an article that. that was posted. Yeah, so, check um, that out how to cleanse it. Yeah. Because so. I do know it's a very soft stone, mm-hmm. um, and from what I was told, um, it's good to go ahead and it'll cleanse the other crystals around it. Yeah. Well, this is saying um, it, it needs to be cleared. It's a, it says it's easy, but it's saying it needs to be cleared. Mm, okay, I have to check that out. Yeah. Don't soak it in water, because it'll break down. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly just dusting it off, it seems, I guess. It's what? I'm sorry. 
Um, I just took a quick glimpse of it real quick. Um, just It says uh, you can run it under some water just enough to go ahead and get the dust off and then let it dry. Yeah. Because I do know it is a soft stone, and I and I did uh, hear that. It's like, you know, don't go ahead and get it wet because it is uh, uh, so soft that it will break it down. Yeah. That's why things like that, you might want to smudge it. Um, you know, sage has a very high energetic vibration, and that's why it works to clear negativity, because negativity has a lower vibration. So anything that you introduce that's higher than what's already there is going to blow it out. So if you, you know, if you smudge it, then you don't have to worry about having it melt in your sink, <laughs> right? Yeah, you don't, yeah, don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm always anyways, where I've got the selenites. Um, I've got um, one in a gift shop area and one in a church area over at the center, so I'm always smudging around anyway. So, so all the crystals and everything goes ahead, and they get uh, they get smudged usually a couple of times a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, do, you probably use a lot of sage, right, to clear oh, yeah. after yeah. I love mixing stuff in sage, like lavender or copal, sweetgrass, cedar. All these things can elevate it even more. I get these um, special smudge sticks from Colorado that are um, blue sage and cinnamon. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, every different combination of sage or what whatever else is in there has a distinctive energy that I can feel it. And when I use it on um, clients and students, because I like to smudge everybody before we start a class, um, I find that students prefer the blue sage with with cinnamon, and it it increases their energy because cinnamon is very energizing. Um, and when I'm working with clients, especially ones who are very upset about something, they're trying to work through some stuff, the white sage with uh, the copal and the sweetgrass and cedar is the best combination for them. It it makes them feel calmer. So, you know, and I've just, I've noticed it out of repeated, you know, repeatedly doing it. I like to see how different things have an effect over time. And the the results tend to be consistent with that. So, you know, when you're burning things, um, just be aware of how what effect it's having in your environment and which ones have the best kind of uh, effect and the effect that you're looking for. Also... Um, you know, after after a long, hard day of being around a lot of people and all their energies and their stuff is sticking to your aura, it's a good idea to take a shower or a bath at, with using salt. So um, if you like a shower, use a salt scrub with lavender in it, and it really clears you in a way that you immediately lighten up. Same thing in a bath. I know a lot of people who like to do the um, the salt with lavender bath crystals. 
Um, but it really makes a difference because you'll get home, you're exhausted, and if you do that, you'll be like, oh, now I'm awake. Yep. And that's because you cleared off the muddiness that was on top of your personal aura. You know, yeah, another just, thing, too, I tell people to do is, um, you know, so many people, now, you know, they take showers, they don't have a, a tub for a bath. I said, go ahead and either get cheesecloth and and put the sea salt uh, or any of the herbs in there. Or if you go to some, whole, uh, some holistic places and all or tea shops, they'll actually sell reusable tea bags, which are basically uh, it's a uh, cloth. And go ahead and put them in there and attach that uh, with a string or something to your shower head. And let the water run through that. And that will give you the same effect as uh, sitting into the uh, the bath with the salts and all. Oh, nice. Hey, great tip. So, because so many people are like, well, you know, how do I go ahead and do that? I don't have a, sh- you know, I have a shower. I only have a tub. It's like anything to go ahead, put it in there, put it up against your shower head and let the water run through that. And it will give you the same thing as being um, soaking into the tub. Awesome. And um, a listener just uh, sent me a note about the lavender. Does it have to be natural or in soap or just anything that says lavender? I would say that the the closer to natural you can get, the better. Um, I mean, I have a salt scrub with lavender in it that has the actual flowers. I can see the flower pieces in the salt. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so if it just says lavender and it just smells like it, it's not going to have the same energy as if it's a natural product. Yeah. Do you find that too? Yeah. And uh, over at the center, we have over 180 herbs and spices. And what I tell people uh, to make sure of, especially when you're doing with energy work, is to make sure it's organic if you can. Because you don't want to add the chemicals, uh, you know, the pesticides and chemicals and all. You don't want to add that energy to what you're using it for. So you want to get as uh, close to organic as you can. Right. And that's what we do with all our herbs and spices that we have at the center. It's all um, organic, even our lavender. I make sure that there's no chemicals or pesticides put on anything. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, these things that they're doing to the food and, and, you know, it's really changing the energy of the food and it's changing the way that when it comes into our bodies, it changes our energy, too. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Yeah, a lot of times we don't even know what's in it. It's like the way that we're plagued by sugar in everything. It's in ketchup, it's in milk, it's in yogurt. So you think you're eating healthy and you think you're doing the right thing for your body. And if you read some of these labels, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I had no idea. Yeah. Big difference. So, you know, your awareness is is about everything, you know, everything that's around you because it all affects you. Ultimately... As as you learn to protect, as you learn to get um, clear of the things that weigh you down, you're going to be less likely to have um, reactions when you're around other people or you're just going to limit your your amount of time with negative energies. And the same goes with food, like we talked about before. You're not going to want it anymore. 
you're not going to want a giant plate of french fries. It's just not going to feel right in your body. <laughs> yeah, it right? doesn't make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. So, but that's so, why you know, um, I tell everyone, you know, go as uh, organic as you can. and um, Because, you know, you're trying to do something that's good for you, and you don't need to go ahead and add the chemicals and the pesticides. I mean, we're, like you said, you know, we're bombarded by it all the time. And um, I don't, you know, I, I was always a big sugar, you know, have sugar in coffee, have sugar in tea. Um, and what I've done is switched over to where I either use stevia, and I use uh-huh. an actual. Uh, we've yep. got uh, we've got stevia at the center and all, and mix that in with the uh, with the tea when I'm brewing it, or I use honey. Yes, honey, absolutely. And for those of you who have allergies, uh, what you do is go to a local farmer's market and get local honey, and that will help you with your natural with your um, allergies, especially if you have hay fever and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That'll help you because uh, you know the the bees and everything else took the pollen from the area. Right. In order to create the honey, so that will help you uh, build up uh, your immunity, uh, and your allergies won't bother you as bad. Right, and to your point, it's got to be local. Yes. Because it's uh, the in your area. Yep. It's amazing how many different types of honey there are out there. When I used to travel around, um, I would buy honey from wherever I was, and. Um, they had sage honey in the West that I can't get on the East Coast, you know. I had a special order lavender honey and things like that. Around here, there's clover honey. Yeah. So, you know, it, it just when you travel, take note of where, you know, where the honey is and what kind of honey it is so that, you know, you know that it's locally uh you know, farmed. Yeah, that's and that's why I said go to, uh, you know, go to one of the local uh, farmer markets. Um, and, you know, a lot of them, they'll see, you know, you'll see where it says local honey. And that's a good place to go ahead and get it for you. And it'll actually be better for you, too. Yeah. I didn't realize it either, but a lot of the honey you get, like at Walmart or, um, you know, Albertsons or some, you know, some supermarket, that's been processed. Right. And, uh, you know, so they said, you know, a lot of the health benefits of them is still there, but a lot of it's been cut out. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. It was like, oh, I didn't realize that, you know, they did all that to it. So. Yeah. They pasteurize it to to absolutely no nutritional value. Yep. Yeah. Whole Foods has a great selection of um, honey that still has all its nutrients in it. The other thing that that I found out that was interesting about food is um, that the government told the vegetable farmers that if they acidify the foods, they won't have to inspect them as often for salmonella and things like that, like for spinach and things. I found this out from a doctor because I was asking why the sudden... Um, epidemic of acid reflux, right? Like when I was when I was younger, I didn't know that many people who had acid reflux. Now it's like so many people have it, and it's because they're acidifying foods that were never acidified before. So you think you're eating, you know, a big salad, and that's good for you and everything, but they acidified it. 
So just make sure you're washing everything, and it's just it's really um, it's really sad. Yeah. And it it really does impact our ability to withstand a lot of the energies that are around us because we need to be healthy to do that. And if our food is suspect, you know, there is yeah. much, you know. And um, and I do that at at home too. I just started it um, again this year. Is I grow my own lettuce. Oh. And then I got the mix. Then I have the mixed type, which is uh, mesclun, which is a mixed variety of different lettuces and all. And I grow them actually in um, flower pots. You get the window boxes. So you oh. can grow them year round. Anybody can grow them inside the house. And what you do is because you get the leaf lettuce, and then you just pick off what you need. And it will keep on growing and growing and growing. So you just pick off, you know, whatever you do need. And having them in a window box is good because it gives you a lot to pick from. So especially if there's one or two of you, you know, after a while in that there, you'll have a good enough supply where you get yourself, uh, you know, a fresh salad. Right. And you can do the same thing, you know, grow radishes or, uh, you know, inside there. The little baby carrots, you can grow them inside uh, the boxes. So a lot of these vegetables... And stuff you can go ahead and grow um, in flower pots, grow them indoors, the whole bit, and you've got that fresh, uh, that fresh there with you, and you can grow them year round. I bet it tastes completely different. Oh, big difference! And energetically, once again, I'll bet it's vibrating higher because you know not only are you not using pesticides and stuff, but you're also caring for it, you're loving it. Right? It's your intention to grow it in a healthy way. Yes. And, and for so, those of you who are looking for a thing to do some exercise, gardening, even if it's in flower pots, is good beneficial exercise for you. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So and, and that's what I've started to do and then the same thing, you know, uh, getting into organic uh aspects of a lot of things too, if you really want to go that route. Cost you a little more to get it started, but once you do you know, it's even that much more beneficial for you, or you know, the organic potting soils and the organic seeds. Yeah. You know, that's so much more beneficial and a higher vibration of energy for you. Awesome. Yeah, great tips. I, I do want to make one last um, point about energy, and that is, whatever you are doing, whatever project you're doing, whether it's gardening or writing something or doing some whatever your work is, the energy that you're putting into that is coming from you. So if your personal energy is off, you're putting that into the object or the project or whatever it is. And you have to realize that if you want things to succeed, you have to have clear intent and you have to have your energy in alignment with whatever that is. At the same time, when you bring items into your house that have been created by, you know, certain people, like if you go to a craft fair and you want something that's handmade, take a look at the artist and try to feel their energy. And if that person has good energy, when they made that ceramic piece, their energy is in that piece. When I created um, my... Uh, I have an interactive deck that um, you can use to do your own readings. I wrote and designed the deck, but I needed a programmer to create it to move in Flash in 
a web environment. And I made sure that the person who was my programmer had good energy. Because even though I designed the deck and it has my energy on it, his energy was also in it. So whenever you're partnering with somebody, keep in mind, are they aligned with your energy? That's so true. No, you never really um, think about that either. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's been wonderful having you on the show with us tonight and very informative and uh, educational for so many people, I'm sure. Oh, it was my pleasure. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I love the comments in the in the chat room. And um, this seems like a really great crowd. Oh, yeah, it's a wonderful, uh, wonderful crowd, always uh, looking for advice and uh, different ideas on how to better their lives. And um, Do you have any events that you want to go ahead and promote right now? Um, well, just the, um, I, if you're in the Reading area, Reading, Pennsylvania area, August 18th, I'll be doing some classes at the Body Shop, the Route 10 Body Shop. And um, you can go on my events. I have um, different appearances, radio programs coming up. And you can go on my Forest Witch website and go to my events page, and everything is on there, including 12 teleclasses coming up in the fall. Cool. And what's your website one more time? Forestwitch.com. Cool. And, again, if you want to take my vibrational quiz, please write to me at dianewing at forestwitch.com, and I'll be happy to send it to you. Well, you have yourself a wonderful evening. Thank you. You too. And we'll talk to you again real soon, Diane. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, everyone, we're going to just go ahead and have the two-hour show tonight. It's been very interesting, very informative. So go ahead and uh, visit Diane. Check out her webpage. I'll let her know that you know you heard about her and listened in here on the radio show. And uh, you know, if, if anyone has a business out there and you're looking for you know advertising, promoting, uh, you know, talk to me because you know this way we can do commercial breaks. We're looking for sponsors all the time. So and visit the website too. Click on uh, go to bethelightmetaphysicalcenter.com. Click on the donate button. Every dollar does help us out, keeps us on the air, keeps us doing free shows other than once a month when we do a fundraiser where for $10 you get bumped up into the queue. This is only done once a month uh, that we go ahead and do that. So until tomorrow night, everyone, have fun, be good, and see you at our regular time, 10 o'clock Eastern time. So until then, everyone, have fun, be good, and know that you are loved because God loves you and so do I. Good night, everybody.